0: All right, babies, I took you guys to see Justice League, and I want your impressions on the film to begin with. Let's start with Mia. Mia, baby, how did you enjoy
1: Justice League? It disappointed me. Okay. (laughs) It, uh, I thought it was gonna be better than that, and it just... No.
0: Okay, what disappointed you the most about it? Aquaman. Aquaman, okay, explain.
1: Uh, as a child... Allie and As I, a child, you're 12. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we watched um, what do we call that? Like a s- TV series? Yeah, it was the Justice League TV show. Yeah, and uh, Aquaman was uh, really polite. He was a royalty, and he didn't drink. Okay. So basically, yeah, he In the movie he was like totally the opposite of what we saw in our childhood. It was I didn't like it. it, it, it <laughs>
0: It really point. disappointed it me. really disappointed you? Okay. And is, is Jason Momoa good-looking? Does he look good? Yeah! <laughs> uh, this is just a barometer to see where she yeah. had in puberty. To see Dad! You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else that you find a little bit weird? How about Wonder um, Woman? Was she cool?
1: Yeah, Wonder Woman was cool, but camera angles. Like uh, cleavage. Yeah, right? Okay. And she was treated really badly. And... The other thing was, like, they took, like, the gods, kind of, from Wonder Woman, and just yeah. made a guy version of it, in Justice League, like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so she's they're hitting on the same plot points. Okay, cool. Uh, and is there anything interesting about the movie? Did you, what did you like?
1: Cyborg.
0: You liked t-
1: cyborg? Yeah, cool. he, he, I thought it was cool. Um, for some reason, I found it like a bit uh, what what the internet is doing to kids nowadays, kind of. Okay. Because there are a of kids on kids on the internet and all that stuff. And just like cyborg, like not hacking, but like getting into computers and all that stuff right. shows actually what people can actually do. Okay. On the internet. I like that. That's good. Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah. That's actually kind of. That's really. It's weird because we, we we ended up um, talking. Uh, but this is this part is actually recorded after we did the, our version of the show, and she said some of the things we actually said in the thing that's coming up next. <laughs> All right, cool. I want to talk to
0: Ali a little bit. How did you find Justin League? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Did you find it medium? There's something in the middle, of course, that Marvel and DC fanboys don't understand that it's okay to think things are okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I didn't very, I didn't really appreciate it. It wasn't that, that fun to watch. There, there wasn't a story to it.
0: There wasn't a story to it? Exactly.
3: Okay. Everything was just getting mixed up and I was getting lost at one point.
0: I okay. Like that, so. Yeah, because I looked over at you guys at one point. You guys were both leaning on your hands, just like kind of semi bored. What the hell was going on?
3: <laughs> and. Well, what Wonder Woman, like, she wasn't that, like, like in the other movie, she was better, she was stronger. In this movie, the only thing that they're looking is, like, the cleavage. I, I was like, what the hell is going on? That's not Wonder Woman! Okay, good. And, like, I, that's not her, so I, I didn't like that. And then after that, Flash, yeah. the biggest problem of the movie think. Okay, explain. Why is Flash the biggest problem? No wonder he has no friends. He's annoying! <laughs> he's annoying! He's not funny! Okay. So, like, he's always like, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think it was funny. And then after that, <laughs> Cyborg let me appreciate it a bit. Yeah? He wasn't fighting in the movie. He wasn't okay. doing anything. He was just fighting. He wasn't fighting, so... He was just locking on a computer. We get it, so fight. Start okay. fighting. Aquaman. Yeah. And at one point in the movie, yeah. um, when he's uh, with the beer going into the water, yeah. it looks like an ad. It
0: looks like an ad for yeah. alcohol. Okay.
3: Yeah, I was like, Yeah, it's,
0: it's cool to drink, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and so yeah it was weird so I didn't really think it was the Justice League
0: Okay, and if, was there anything good was there anything that you really liked about the
3: movie Wonder Woman was kind of the best in the movie right And I, 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 like I said earlier I didn't like how they they dressed her up weirdly and it's like that Right. I, I liked how strong she was though <laughs> okay cool
0: excellent so that's pretty good man I think yeah. that from like two kids perspective you got a 12 year old and a 10 year old right now Kind of pointing out a little bit of flaws. And this is the demographic that they're supposed to be going for. It's supposed to be for kids. And if you have kids of this age going like, yeah, there's clearly problems with the way that Wonder Woman is being portrayed. So that's really cool. Girls, come say a, a big uh, goodbye and thank you for being on the show once again. I love it when you guys talk to me about so cool. stuff. So cool. So how about you tell us what your name is and what you like to do?
3: <laughs> what? Weren't we supposed to do that at
0: the beginning? No. Nope. Nah. Just say, my name is Ali, and I like to draw. I can't wait for Star Wars.
3: Yes! Come on, (laughs) say that.
1: My name is Ali, and I like to draw. And I can't wait
3: for Star Wars!
0: (laughs) Cool.
1: So, um, my name is Mia, and I'm a kid that goes to school and I'm normal.
0: (laughs) Okay, those are all lies. (laughs) Except for the school (laughs) part. All right, thank you, girlies. Come give me a big hug and a big kiss so that they're going to hear it. There we go. All right, so... We're gonna be leading this off. Let's head into the episode now. Good evening, ladies and
1: gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Damn good. Yes, sir. I know who I am. Did IQs just drop shot? I could have been. I, was I been I have a
0: plan I like this
1: shit. You're
0: a bro. It is you. Me here. <laughs> Welcome to the Atlantic Screen Connection Podcast. Let the games begin. Hello and welcome to the Atlantic Screen Connection Podcast with Jason and Lee. I'm Jason. I'm Lee. And today we're going to be talking about Justice League, the latest film in the DC Cinematic Universe. And uh, it's directed by Zack Snyder. And Josh Josh Whedon gets a writing credit on it. Uh, It should be interesting. It stars Gal Gadot, Connie Nielsen, Amy Adams, Ben Affleck, Ray Fisher, Henry Cavill, Ezra Miller, Jason Momoa, Jeremy Irons, J.K. Simmons, and Miles Dyson. And it's going to be
2: a really interesting conversation. I totally forgot about Miles Dyson. (laughs) Oh my God.
0: All right. Um, I I contacted you after my viewing of the film because I took my daughters to see it and I said you know what let's get together and let's talk about this so i want to yep. throw this over to you i want to i i don't care how you're doing i want to know what your <laughs> experiences with the film so tell me lee how did uh, you
2: react to justice league <laughs> i guess uh, yeah i guess uh, it may be important to to build some sort of groundwork and frame for our audience how we felt so far about the, the dc films uh <laughs> So I'll I'll be I'll be perfectly blunt. I have only so far in this universe enjoyed Wonder Woman. In fact, I love Wonder Woman. I think it's a great. I mean, it's a flawed film. It's very flawed, and I, I respect those flaws. But at the same time, uh it it's probably one of my favorite films this year. I've enjoyed it so much. I've seen it a second time. I loved it all over again. Every other film has been terrible, <laughs> and uh, I that, well, I don't think Jason totally feels that way. I he's 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 been holding on for this DCU to 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 correct itself. But he's been there. Um. I remember you had a you had maybe one or two reviews for Batman v Superman, yeah. and uh, I I remember that you was it that it was emotional? It was sort of a personal take, one of them.
0: Well, see that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, I'll 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 get personal and I'll come right back out of it, right? So, right, uh, cool. If I look at my experience with. The DC films so far, okay. I'm taking mm-hmm. this is their universe. Uh, I don't think that we can take them apart, okay. These are meant to be part of the same, you know, storyline. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's the continuity. Man of Steel was a very weird picture for me because there are elements of it that I really enjoyed, and there are other elements that had me scratching my head as to why. You know, like the, the whole <laughs> yes. exactly the whole essence of Superman himself in that film. I was like, he's not Doctor Manhattan. I I understand what Zack no. Snyder was trying to do, turning him into this whole broody, weird super, broody Jesus, that, modern there Jesus. There you go, exactly, you know, very uh, emo Jesus. Yeah, and yeah. I had trouble with it, and even on rewatch, I get bored with it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Very very fast. I I don't I don't whatever. Batman versus Superman and also Suicide Squad. I was defending them. Yeah. And the reason for that is because I I don't like bullies. And that's the the funny thing is <laughs> the internet turns into a giant bully and they shit on people. And being a kid that was well I'm I'm, I'm, I'm an adult now. But as a kid sure. I was bullied quite a <laughs> bit. And so now that I'm a bigger guy like you're not, right, you're, you're not taking
2: no shit from bullies no more. <laughs> exactly. And so
0: I think that part of me was defending uh, Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad from that perspective to try to have a a little bit more of an open mind when it comes to it. And I mean, there are good things about the ultimate edition of Batman versus Superman. Uh, I think it made it a more complete story. And it showed us very clearly that there was a Superman story in there that would have been worth telling, but they didn't Mm -hmm. do that. They had to, they wanted to play catch up. And that's it. was something I had
2: suspected watching the film was that there was a part of that story about Superman that we just weren't seeing. So it, yeah. it makes a lot of sense that they sort of they had to cut it. Well, they didn't have to cut it. They just chose to cut it because they don't really know what kind of film. Because they, they don't to be think making, Superman's but... <laughs> interesting
0: as interesting as Batman. Yeah. It's money now. That's the problem, right? And uh, Suicide Squad. I mean, I'm gonna retcon all my reviews. These are bad films. <laughs> uh, I, I I don't care anymore about what they're doing because I think that they've they they've tried my patience, and mm. I don't feel like I can defend these rationally anymore. No. Uh, because it's just me trying to go back to when I was a kid and be like, be nice to people. At least they tried. And now the thing is, is that how much money has been spent on this? Yeah. And that that's that's a very expensive trial. You know what I mean?
2: It's it's Even- interesting when you realize that the the perhaps the. The victim in this case, which is these these films, under the light of the critics who have been tearing into them, just because it's popular to tear into them. Yeah. Uh, when you and you kind of you want to jump to their aid, you want to jump to their side, and then it finds out that, the, that those films they've actually been emotionally manipulating you to protect them this entire time, and See, that they have the none of your me, yeah. interest. In, but they don't they don't want to help themselves; they just want to keep coasting by. Uh, yeah. They don't mind that they they get bullied because they're actually they thrive on it. And I mean I don't think that's something that probably applies to, you know, real life, but that's exactly how this scenario works.
0: <laughs> but, well that's the thing. The thing is is that they're like, oh, geeks and nerds will defend us because yeah. they were bullied and then the critics because, are because we have this We being have the their bullies, Superman you
2: know? on hostage and there's no we're not letting go until they protect him. <laughs> exactly.
0: And at the same time, that's the problem is that Superman's supposed to be protecting us and we're yeah, not supposed ex- to be defending him, which is exactly. a weird thing. When you turn it around like that. And I'll agree with you that Wonder Woman is clearly the best that they've put out. And like you said, it is flawed. I mean, there's that generic yeah. villain, Ares at the end. Uh-huh. Who are the villains in these fucking movies? <laughs> no one. No one are the villains. Zod Jesse was Eisenberg. a really great character. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> His villain is the lozenge that he stuffs down that guy's throat. But I think that right now, my, my patience is gone. I, I don't care anymore uh, about what they do. I want to see another Wonder Woman movie. And I think that this is going to lead us right into what I think about Justice League, which is is probably one of the worst that they've made so far. Mm -hmm. And it it, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. You have the most valuable comic book properties today.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Batman (laughs) and
0: Superman. These are characters that go back to the 40s. You know, 1938. I think both of them respectively came out. 1938, 39. My parents know these characters are. Like, my mom knew Spider-Man because he was very popular in the 60s yeah. and whatnot. My parents know and love Batman and Superman and they stand for something, you know, this this idea of justice. It's there. And yet, you have Warner who can't do them any justice at all. Not at all. And it's beyond me now. It is beyond me. I can't defend this. This is not, not only are they treating the, mistreating these characters, it's poor filmmaking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it really is.
0: <laughs> it's really poor filmmaking. I, the yeah, editing I... blows, This writing blows. Fuck all of them. You guys can come after me if you want. I don't care. <laughs> There's no, logical way to defend this anymore
2: no and i don't I don't, I don't want
0: to jump on the other bandwagon on the other side of justice league was like well at least they tried fuck that no no, no more trying
2: uh, it shouldn't no. have, yeah they shouldn't have had to try this hard and fail this hard in their attempt it can't be this hard it's just that no. these people that are handling it at the moment don't know how to handle them, uh, and yet the, maybe it's Warner Brothers. They're shoehorning uh, Justice League when only, Zack Snyder only wanted they ever make Superman films. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We are where we are at the moment, and it all sucks. <laughs> and it I mean, really I, does, man. I I appreciate to a degree that Man of Steel tried something different, and I can I can appreciate that. I don't think it worked. I think that um, that that film struggles from the, the the bloated conceptual attempts at trying to philosophize every single character to the point where it leaks leaks into the dialogue and everyone is speaking in open-ended questions so we don't actually interpret anything we're just being we're just all sitting around armchair philosophizing and pretending it actually it will it will find a meaning in its own terms and it doesn't it doesn't work like that you have to have yeah. something to say you know it it plays on themes that are around in popular American uh, pop culture at the moment but it isn't actually making anything of them it's just noting that they exist and, yeah. and applying, trying to shoehorn them into Superman who has nothing to do with them and can't work under those constraints Batman v Superman I I will say this this is why I I think. Batman v Superman is a terrible film but I will say this in comparison to Justice League I will re-watch Batman v Superman and I've always held this opinion far sooner because at least it's funny bad you know at least it makes yeah. me laugh every time I watch uh, when I watch that film it made me laugh so hard just how awful and how poorly fought out it was and how it didn't improve anything that Man of Steel had set up and it introduced a bunch of ludicrous ideas where these characters are just going into story beats because they feel they have to and not because of any logical reason that drives them to do it and, and and then it tries to work in its own philosophies that don't make any sense this whole fucking 99% 1% chance thing that doesn't make any sense for any character in that world to be making except that they're all a little pressurized because it's all gloomy it doesn't it doesn't add up there's not enough world building to to justify it they're just playing off themes we hear in fox news and then they they're making a film out of it at least it was funny we have to
0: be ready you me the others there's an attack coming from far away
3: not coming bruce it's already here The others, where are they?
0: Arthur Curry, the Aquaman. It's on
2: him.
3: Organic and biomechatronic body parts.
2: He's a cyborg. You should probably move. Barry Allen. Whoever you're looking for,
0: it's not me. He's a Batman.
2: They said the age of heroes would
0: never come again. It has to. What are your superpowers again? I'm rich.
3: playing well with others again
2: just like a bat i dig it maybe temporary justice league is not funny it was not it was actually trying to watch i was in an audience uh, and and, and this is notable because justice league is the film in which uh assumedly uh joss whedon who stepped in added in the sort of jokey punchline one-liner nature that has kind of persisted in his films and um it it was weird because in the audience and it was like a packed house when i went to see this nobody laughed in fact only one per- one person laughed, and I think it was because something looked so terrible. And I personally, <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but it, it just looked bad, like uh, uh, maybe the flash falling over or something. I don't know, but it, it wasn't that it wasn't it was intentionally funny. It looked specifically like they hadn't finished shooting something, and but I remember laughing a few times, mostly at like terrible lines. Yeah, uh, I, particularly I remember Aquaman uh, at one point. <laughs> he, he turns the cyborg in the middle of an air chase and says, "My man," and I. This is in trailer oh too. I like, fucking I, weird, I, I burst out laughing. I mean, it was funny. It was bad in the trailer, but I was hoping they would try to justify it when it gets into the film, and it really didn't fit at all. And it just no, it was terrible. That and cyborgs very quiet. Booya. He almost, like, whimpers <sighs> out at the end of the scene. It's, like, terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that, that, that cheesy little fist bump at the end. Finally, oh Flash gets the, the credit. Like, you know, he's got street cred for some reason. You know, his character arc is it.
2: impressing people he can't impress.
0: <laughs> but that, the thing is, is that that's, I don't know, I won't call it. Anyway, you guys can call me out for this anyway. But I mean, that's borderline racist, in my opinion. <laughs> it feels like it was written by a white guy. It was like, oh, look at the black guy gives him credibility at the end because he's accepted. Oh, yeah. He gives the no, fist you're totally I right?" Like, I hadn't who even writes it that? that way. <laughs> I was like, who writes that? You can't do that. It was like, oh, the black guy is going to be cool with it, you know? And I'm like... Mm-hmm. No, these people are supposed to be a team. It doesn't matter if you're white or black. It doesn't give, no one cares. And he calls it out. Flash goes, it was like, racially charged? No, no, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. He doesn't know you. That's not a good joke. That's a terrible yeah. joke written by a white guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> on the on the topic of Flash, he is the whitest character of all time. Some sort of amalgamation of the... Big bang fury bazinga. He was one bazingo away from That's like it, you're exactly waiting for Superman right. to snap his neck. But like his <laughs> entire his entire conflict is that he's socially inept. And he's playing but, shoulder. But the example, but the example they give is the whitest example I have ever heard. That he has a conflict over the fact that brunch exists, you know? And, I, and that... that is the most white Hollywood way of thinking what kids or teenagers fall out about. It's like, I can't understand the concept of brunch only You're waiting businessmen in line to have lunch. go to brunch. <laughs> you know, only only like teachers go to brunch. No child, no teenager goes like it's time for my too late for breakfast, too early for lunch scenario meal. You know, and, and makes a deal of it enough to give it a fucking name. Brunch is a joke as it is. It's not a real thing. It's not something that anybody in real life actually thinks about day to day. It's just something that happens if you miss breakfast. Yeah, you, know, that's, you get that's together.
0: Not, hey, I don't want to see you at three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't it's, make it's fucking it's sense.
2: It's insane how misguided the writers were in trying to build drama from these characters. <laughs>
0: it's so weird. And I want to touch on what you were talking about in terms of philosophy. I think this is exactly what happened in the writer's room is that everyone was like, all right, Marvel are going for the quippy stuff, but we yeah. want the smart crowd. <laughs> and then they started batting way out of their league, you know, where, where you're like, dudes. First of all, you have to have smart people in charge yeah. of these things. And I'm not saying they're dumb. I'm saying that this was rushed. If you had yeah. a writer's room and you're pitching ideas together and stuff like that, something like with some sort of cohesion might have come out of it. But when you put people in a room and you put pressure on them to do something, then they'll just kind of throw everything at the wall yeah, and see yeah. what sticks. What's, what's, and, usually- an
2: easy- and, this, and in this case, it, it ended up being a bunch of easy targets. You know, like <sighs> environmentalism. You know, Batman makes a... Oh yeah, man's just corroding the seas. Are you ready, Aquaman, when the sea boils instead of evaporates? You know, it's not, cla- it's not well done. It's, it doesn't really fit with the box thing that's going on. You're not really sure why he's mentioning it. It just feels yeah. like they're trying to tack in some sort of political agenda today about uh, how humans this, suck they but they were close
0: hadn't... to mentioning acid rain at one point yeah, yeah exactly. it's so 90s what are you gonna do when thieves. the whales all
2: rot from the acid rain exactly you know? and Ugh. they literally get here's this like embarrassing one-liner fucking uh, scenario it's like yeah we, we humans have a habit of hitting the snooze on the doomsday clock and like I, I bit my fist because I was cringing that hard at how I fucking forced and contrived that line was. Snooze Ugh. on the doomsday clock. Even if it, it, like, it's even worse that it actually registers as a pun because doomsday was a thing they did in the previous <laughs> film. <Exactly. laughs> but, like, it's, it's just so. But it's also a callback misguided. to Watchmen. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You're like, That's
0: you're not so making
2: Watchmen. <laughs> what the fuck? Ugh. Hitting snooze on the doomsday clock. My god. <laughs>
0: Let, let's let's get into the dumb things about the movie. Yeah. Um. All right. Let Let's start with the beginning. All right. <laughs> Why did the bug that Batman killed at the beginning of the film leave an imprint of the mother boxes? On the wall, I didn't see like when they kill all the other fucking bugs
2: in the movie,
0: <laughs> none of them leave squares. What's yeah, it, they what? all leave was squares. Was that a bug, like a, a
2: captain? <laughs> was it a general? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like remember Aquaman? Aquaman had it on his hand, like he beats up one there's, bug or something. Yeah, he's for the bottle. Scene. I don't know what what that was or what but like he didn't look at his hand and it, he didn't look at his hand. And it had the, like the imprint of the squares on it. He was just looking at green goo. So like you see, you see,
0: uh, i I'm flat out saying this. You see Maui's tattoos on the wall from Moana. Right? And then there, there are the boxes there, but you know, Say what you will about Prometheus, the scientists that were there, you can call them dumb if you want, but they had years and years and years and years and years and years and years years of research that they could show up. Look, look at Mm -hmm. the beings. They have these three stars and the beings, they have the five stars of the three stars and and they're showing it, you know, just after Waylon had come out, you know, and showed his grummy little face but this this makes no sense. Batman is looking at these squares on the wall, and he's like, "Whoa, something big's gonna happen. Jesus Christ <laughs> like
2: these are the squares I seen on that building when that exploded. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like Ugh. dude there's are three they're three squares <laughs> <But> dude <laughs> this is one of the this thing this film kept reminding me of Independence Day research. I haven't seen and that it. is not a good, <laughs> the, there's the same thing the same thing happens they see like it's a circle the um bill bill pullman yeah yeah no yeah president or whatever yeah bill pullman the president yeah in in the sequel he's kind of like a loser insane person who's kind of taking himself away and he keeps having visions of an alien invasion coming back and he keeps jotting them down and he draws on the walls cuz he's crazy and when he draws on the walls it's recurrent imagery and it, it's literally like a circle with a circle over it <laughs> you know, like Ooh. it's like one of like the most Dr. simple, like... symbol. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly that. Uh, and, and He sees it again. Uh, they look on, like they decode something, or they look on an image on their satellite and they see the circle in a circle thing again. And he's like, "The president was right all along." It's like it felt like that exact same uh. film. And there's even, I mean, maybe I'm jumping ahead. I, I want, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but there's the Russian family. Oh, uh, ble- okay. Let's uh, get into that. blip? <laughs> Who blip in and out of the screenplay every now and then to be rescued or to sort of show a yeah, reaction? The to the
0: one, fuck. the one family that Justice League saves. That's what the whole movie's about. Yeah, yeah. It's about saving this <laughs> Russian family from giant. They have to bugs. start
2: somewhere. I mean, the fucking the deficit of the people who have died at the hands of the Justice League is way too low. It's just so no they have weird. to start yeah, saving yeah, people exactly. one at a time. <laughs> you know,
0: there's a mention of collateral damage that Batman inflicts at one point. Like, oh, it's still expensive, and you're like, real? Well, it doesn't really matter, does it? Because no one's around. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was a weird thing. You know, when Flash rescues that Russian family and then you see Sir Superman with a building, you're like, well, at least Flash rescued people. Superman's picking up garbage for some reason you don't see anybody <laughs> yeah. in the windows Superman's <laughs> yeah.
2: just he's exactly. still kind of confused there's not even shots you know? of the people kind of looking out kind of worried I would have loved to just see just put joke. a
0: reaction shot of like some like some weird person you know like 1966 Batman style who opens up a window and Batman and Robin are climbing up the building do that
2: would it <laughs> couldn't it have been really funny to have these people exclaim what the hell is going on in Russian from inside yeah. this building as they like it stops uh, falling you just see... there's, a, there's genuine <laughs> it's so there's genuine genuine <laughs> moments where this could have been actually quite good oh, uh, but the, the Russian family the Russian family reminded me again of Independence Day too, right. because there's this there's a small family of kids okay. uh, who are driving I don't know like the desert or the sea and they are like shot all over this Emmerich film uh, just reactions of oh my god what's happening right. next and they keep surviving and at one point they eventually i like despite traveling from across country they end up in the same school bus as Jeff Goldblum, right. uh, or Jeff Goldblum's, I can't remember, Doesn't the matter, film was very memorable, but I remember these little bits and pieces. And, uh, and I just looked at it and like, you really shouldn't be sharing chemistry with Independence <laughs> Day research. You should not have people comparing your films to the films of Roland Emmerich. Oh, I man. mean, like, the man, I, I like Emmerich for his, like, positive optimism about the world coming together in these terrible cartoons, but, like, they're cartoons, you know. They are. Justice League is a cartoon. They are, yeah, Justice League is definitely like a Saturday morning cartoon. And it's it's so jarring. It's really fucking weird. But anyway, back to the squares. But that's a, <laughs>
0: it. That, that, like I said, is it, the giant bug like a, a general or a captain or something like that? And he carries this information and he had to get back. I found the last square. Uh, you know, but that's it. The thing is, is that the fact that Batman, I mean, he, he might be the world's greatest detective, but there's no way he could put fact together. He's got nothing. He's got nothing to work on. He's just staring yeah. at a wall with his grim fucking look, you know, and then that dude from Mindhunter <laughs> is it makes, there. It makes
2: a lot of sense for this Batman, I uh, think, because this Batman just... He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's an emotional leaper. You know, he, he jumps at any yeah. possible causality in regards to plot details. And we've seen that a lot in Batman v Superman where he just like, he's like, Superman must be coming out to kill me because I've received a handwritten letter from an anonymous stranger saying Superman hates me. You know, like, therefore I must get in the Batmobile, mount my guns and shoot him <laughs> down from the sky. You know, it's like, it's, oh. it's maddening to think that this is how someone thinks and that we're supposed to actually be on this guy's right. side at one point or another. Oh, because he's the villain in the previous film, and now he's the he's the hero of this film. It's uh, I mean, he's nuts. This doesn't make uh, and, any sense. And, and, and the fact that he sees a bunch of squares and then goes like, "That must be the aliens. They're coming. They're coming." Jesse Eisenberg had yelled it at me from the prison cell. Like he could he hear the bell. But that's it. I mean, but <laughs> you know, he's it, a madman. And you like the squares,
0: the things that you're talking about. The squares, the mother boxes, the story. Speaking of pussy, I want to get into this. <laughs> I I, I don't understand the maleness involved in Jason Momoa. And look, no, I'm not taking anything away from him. He's a really attractive man. He's a good-looking man. And he's not a bad actor. I find that Mm. he does his job well. The problem with this is that... Yeah,
2: no. He plays the the dude really well. He's fine. He's absolutely fine. Yeah.
0: But the thing is, is that the fact that Aquaman used to be the butt of a joke, you know? Like, he was Uh the... Pussy guy in the Justice League. He's not, he, you know, <laughs> I remember playing Just Injustice Gods Among Us, and he was a great character in there, and even in the comic books, you know. But if you look at like Super Friends, uh saturday morning cartoon he's riding on dolphins and shit you know
2: and they but the thing is they've already they've done in the comics um, and recent material they've done already so much course correction for that character they've they've made a lot of strides to making him interesting and in this case they've flung that out the window because it wasn't good enough (laughs) it's bizarre the
0: fucked up thing is that (laughs) who, who in the writing room was like yeah let's let's make him the most manliest man of the men so that no one can call yeah. him a pussy. And I'm like, dudes, you could have dialed it down just a little bit. You know, he's there drinking from the bottle. I don't understand where the shift in the movie happened where he became Maui from Moana.
2: <laughs> <"Yah-hoo!"> <laughs> he he literally just, goes, yeah!
0: it's a, I'm Just like, what the
2: fuck? Who wrote that? I literally, he does that. He does that when he jumps into the sky. I swear to God, I, I I just... I thought for a second he was actually going to turn into a yeah, bird. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and he is. He's fucking Maui. It's, it's,
2: I think it wouldn't have been... It would have been... Acceptable if they went this direction with Aquaman. If it was done with any hint of irony. You know, if these... If, these, if setting him up to be this... Dude bro, fucking beard chugging character... Came with a sense that maybe this type of person is a little unhinged maybe they're not someone to idolize but they literally give him like perfume commercial level of of slow-mo yeah. shots to establish that he's just such a fucking cool guy and they never take him down they take him down one peg they let him open up emotionally funny, as though. a I butt like of a joke uh yeah and it was it was a good set i don't think it was done well yeah. but i think the idea was yeah. good he's um, sitting on, that, uh, <laughs> on they kind the of sit on the lasso of truth <laughs> And, uh, and, and he opens up emotionally and then you kind of go on like, oh, this, th- it's, it didn't feel like they wanted to take the piss of the character. It felt like they were setting up the fact that there was more to him for a sequel. And that is not good. No, that's it. <laughs> it's weird.
0: And that, that's the funny part about the, the, this is like, you know, you find out in this, you know, you get a little bit of his backstory where he's royalty and he just chooses not to be. And I'm like, why don't any of these characters want to do anything about anything? You know Batman is just like uh, yeah. you know Superman like I don't want to be Superman. Cyborg is like I don't want to be Cyborg. You know the only one that actually cares about giving doing something about it is is uh, who who immediately says I'm in is the Flash. And he's by far the yeah. worst character I most- mean <laughs> other
2: than under <laughs> Yeah, I was—I was, I was going to say, other than Wonder Woman, just doesn't as a sort of expectation of her duty, I suppose. But we know that knowledge um, from the film. Wonder but she Woman. already knows she joined the team. Yeah, exactly. So, but you're right. Let's let's talk about the Flash. Oh Christ, <laughs> fucking Flash man! I don't get it. I mean, every like. Like, Wordplay,
0: bad puns, he's jittery, he's twitchy and shit. We have, like, this This is their response. This is their clever response to Tom Holland's Spider-Man.
2: They've actually painted Flash as this guy who doesn't find comfort in the fact that he is who he is in any shape or mm-hmm. form. Which, yes, some people are, but there's not any means or any path made to try and amend that, or make that a part of his arc, he actually just starts to feel more comfortable the more praise from his peers is leveled onto him. And that's a shit message
0: to oh, give it's to Social people. media, man, you know, It's that... how many likes you get. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Exactly, like, suddenly it doesn't matter whether Brunch exists or not, because he has cooler yeah, exactly, friends. I'll go that to is Brunch is with not these guys. That is not a guys. good message. <laughs> but there's yeah. one thing I
0: want to point yeah. out before you continue. Okay, the electricity and Flash, to me, this this is not the Flash that I grew up with, okay? Flash is fast. I understand that he's got a lightning bolt on his chest, but that was just lightning fast. Mm-hmm. It was a fun little pun that they did when they created the character way back when, and this was clever for that time. All the electricity that he has around him kind of took away. I don't know how he runs. He's like wavy when he runs now. I didn't understand that. I mean, yeah, I would have loved it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, he kind of like, flailed. Explain,
0: explain this to me. Bruce Wayne goes to visit him, okay? And then when Bruce Wayne throws the batarang and he reveals it, you see all the electricity around and everything is like there. Okay. However, when he goes to visit his father and the jail and he draws that face on the guy with the marker, why is there no electricity there?
2: There's a blink, you know. But the, yeah, there's no like yeah, there's no terminator 2 fucking lightning bolts shooting into the there's ground nothing, or anything. There's <laughs> nothing
0: there. I mean, there's no consistency with regards to how these characters are going to be put on screen.
2: The the, the weird thing, I guess, uh, some of this criticism is it's mostly nitpicking and it's also mostly sort of laughing at how poor the characterization was and what they were trying to make us feel. But one <laughs> thing that you kind of bring up when <laughs> when you bring up the uh, flash drawing on the guy's face is how poorly edited the transitions to some of these scenes are. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's particularly one of them because it drains humor, the humor they're going for from the scene when you don't have any time to register it. And that kind of happens a lot of times. And one time it actually merely made me laugh Uh, It was um, Steppenwolf who we haven't talked about it all yet. Uh, oh, we'll get to it. He's he's utterly mut- he's muttering to oh, himself. Oh, we're getting into it. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. But this is the, <laughs> yeah, this is the scene. He's he's muttering to himself about uh the the mother and the, the earth and so on. Yeah, he's got he's, he's got mom issues. Yeah, definitely. Um and he literally he kind of he l- lowers his voice to a hush as he's talking to himself. There's the mother and there's the earth and it paves the way for you. Dark side. <laughs> like, it like he kind of like accidentally says his name. It feels like they didn't like they had another take and they forgot to use it because it feels like he forgot the line and then just sort of remembered at the last moment and then just said dark side because <laughs> he just like that's the one and then they cut the black like almost like, like like when it hits the D inside that's when the cut is uh, and it's not like one of those like prolonged epic like dark side. And then there's yeah, this, there's yeah, this yeah. day to black, like how intense that was. Whoa, shivers. side, he's real, he's coming. It was like they forgot that that was a part of the film and that they didn't even real. the editors didn't realize that Darkseid is a big deal. So they just cut there because it's like, oh, who gives a shit? to move on? Oh, uh, no, it's not
0: just that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's the weird thing that they mentioned Darkseid. And I mean, to, to, to real hardcore dc fans they're like oh, yeah this will be awesome well, you know that's that's DC.
2: he's the original thanos he was before thanos
0: yeah, he was before thanos but i mean if you mention dark side to my mom and dad <laughs> yeah. they're like dark side isn't that star wars dark side <laughs> i think that's what <laughs> vader vader's on the dark side isn't he you know and that's the thing the thing is is that they're not making they, they don't know who the audience is yeah is what i feel not. it is and that's the funny thing is it's like uh, why is steppenwolf cg <laughs> He looked. To, he looked like a. Uh, he was straight out of a Power Rangers movie.
2: Yeah, it was. Wait, I was waiting for somebody to like rip the patch off the back of him, and he grew ten times the size.
0: <laughs> this, this Justice League to me is a really bad Power Rangers movie.
2: It, would, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be as bad if they weren't also trying to drag Wonder Woman into the dirt with them.
0: Uh, yeah, let's get into that, man. It's very. It's shameful the way that she's treated. She, the way that she's objectified in oh, this movie is fucking. I, shameful.
2: I mean, people were saying this it's, it's about. Um, Margot Robbie and Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad and oh, yeah Christ. I mean it was bad it was definitely really bad but at least from a characterization standpoint Harley Quinn has her sexuality as a part Walks of her arsenal line. you know exactly. she's very she, she's a we- it's a weapon yeah, yeah, exactly that's her character it's not only her character but it's a part of her fucking arsenal exactly it's, it's something that she can use to manipulate people and get herself out of any situation that's what her strength is that right. she knows exactly who she is Wonder Woman doesn't have that par with her sexuality it's nothing to and do with her they character established that her in the Wonder is, Woman movie. yes something to do with it. the fact that she's a woman does define a lot of, of her personality and a lot of the victory she strives for at least in the sort of commentary yeah. sense but also in her right. characterization you d- you know wonder woman isn't sitting around thinking god how how much of a woman am i you know that's not it's not a part of her agenda you know she's, she just exists just she just, just does her that's job all. and she just happens to be a woman you know like the objectification in this film has has no leeway that you could get with the Harley Quinn angle. It was bad then. No. It was barely understandable then. It was it was fair it was it was pretty insulting at the time and they've now taken that and they've applied it to a character that doesn't even have the flexibility to argue that it suits the character, you know, that it's trying to portray them from the perspective of someone who sees her that way. Nobody is looking at Wonder Woman and going, "God, when when fucking batman gets off the plane uh with his new new boyfriends aquaman and flash or cyborg or whoever's there in that moment the entire left side so it's, of that it's shot flash, it's him yeah and flash. the entire left side of that shot is just her ass like what? That Doesn't it's not like it's even. Man. It's and not like it's even commentary. Angle. You know, it's not like it's something that it's no. that they're trying to make a point. Like this is Wonder Woman. She she's so distant from them because she has an ass. You know, like <laughs> like it's it's super.
0: Doesn't make sense.
2: It's just exploit. Like, it's just exploitation, and it's it's the lowest yeah. form. And it's not even like this is the kind of fun. Uh, you know, ribbing sexy film that wants to take the piss out of this stuff. You know, it's not like it fits even the dark tone of it. It's just literally. A butt shot for a butt shot's sake.
0: Doesn't make any sense. And I mean, look, even in, when you're watching the Wonder Woman movie, you know, Patty Jenkins treats the character with respect, Absolutely. you know, and it's not, and I think that she's treating women the women the way women are supposed
2: yeah, to be Yeah, which is like you know I
0: mean? everybody else. She's looking at her as a <laughs> yeah. woman. It's not a, exactly. She's just person. It's a person. Like it's a person. <laughs> so the way that she's framed or anything like that is never in a way that's revealing yeah. The amount of cleavage in Justice League is fucking. Preposterous. Yeah, there's literally. She's always wearing this. There's literally shots shirt that are angled
2: diagonally like... from above just to get a glimpse. It's fucking crazy. Exactly. And it, yeah, and and also mid shots just from the waist and pulling back while she walks. It's insane. Like this doesn't happen to everybody else. It doesn't make any sense. No, exactly.
0: This shot, this was shot by a man, and it just shows how much of a and fucking absolutely
2: page. written by two men. I mean, it's, it's it's insane how many of the jokes with the other heroes are just about how Wonder Woman is a woman and that's weird for them because they're all dudes. Like, it's this this mob mentality that defines the other characters. Who would ever support these guys if they are this uncomfortable with a woman being in the room that... Even Alfred is going. Oh my god! I mean, I'm sure the only assets you're worried about with Wonder Woman is her fucking boobs. You know, like, to, it's it's insane that they're having this conversation. That Batman is like, ha, 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 she's hot, and Alfred's like, ah, ha, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, why? How? Nice. <laughs> there's the there's no, even Momoa points it out at one point, yeah. right? Maui. Now he points it out at one point where he's just like, "Yeah, you, you know, on the when he's sitting on the last, yeah, yeah, tooth, you're the most you're beautiful woman
2: hot. I've ever yeah. seen." And yeah, the exactly. Flash actually, he like loses words when he first sees her, he, I and mean, he's kind of gets awkward and shy around her. And then on top of that, See, that there's this other, joke there's the this movie. terrible fucking joke where he kind of saves her from falling and falls on top of her uh, for on her, yeah, chest. yeah. And,
0: and then he gets up standing up and she's just like, she smiles. What the fuck
2: is that? What smile? that? She would have just thrown him She'd off. Fucking, like Exactly. But the worst thing is that how they treat Wonder Woman in the narrative itself. Like, it's bad enough that the aesthetics and the, the cinematography and the script are all, and even in the jokes are all awkward and uncomfortable about what wonder woman is but her actual arc in this film is one of the worst things i've ever heard be made about a character this important right. so the, the setup is wonder woman joins bruce because they have an already established relationship from the previous film and they're going to make the justice league as they right. had said previously in the previous film because that's what they had to do and so they get to a point where they are now having an argument about superman about they have one of the mother boxes and they're now having a discussion about uh-huh. what to do with Superman and Bruce Wayne comes up with the whoa this par can save he sa- save cyborg you know he's alive what if it brings back superman you know we finally have a chance of fighting all these things because we should get him back uh, and they have this fucking discussion mm-hmm. and it's it's insane the discussion in itself is insane if there's only even he does it again that if there's a 1% chance bringing back a lunatic like fucking return for the dead so yeah, yeah, exactly. doesn't turn against us then we have to take it it is madness that is logistical madness and side note why is batman like the extremist in this movie why is he a nutcase but anyway i i
0: accept the fact that he's nuts because that's that's exactly what he is it's i mean, an exa- he belongs in arkham yeah, it is,
2: it's an exaggeration of his personality i guess after 20 years it's all kind of worn them down But this film doesn't make anything of that. It just sort of runs with the idea that he's he's supposed to be this logical thinker, yet insane at the same time. There's no balance in that character's writing whatsoever. They just... Whatever suits Mm. Batman to say, he says it. And in this part of the script, he and Wonder Woman get in a fight because Wonder Woman doesn't believe they should use this fucking mother box to bring back what could potentially be an even worse (laughs) issue than Steppenwolf, which is an insane, undead Superman. So... She's like, you know, let's leave it be. He died doing what he loved, and and Batman says, you know what? This is so kind of typical of you because I think you are history's greatest coward. Basically, oh, from from yeah, World I War One, you you stood out from the crowd, and then your boyfriend dies, and then suddenly nobody's ever heard of you. You don't step in the limelight anymore. Nobody's heard. Nobody's saying, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, save us. You go away because you've been hiding, mourning there. your dead boyfriend. Uh. So that's bad enough because I mean I don't think anyone assumed Wonder Woman really stayed quiet since World War uh, One. Like like I I just I don't believe that was ever a case. And the ending of Wonder Woman itself makes it look like she's just hard at work from the end of that. You know she's already over Steve Trevor. But anyway, it doesn't matter. That was a flash forward, I guess. So it's more where this plot goes. And it's later on down the line, they have the fight with Superman and they're recovering. They're, and they get into a scene where um wonder woman gives batman like a, a curing massage which fine whatever i mean that was nobody whatever just uh, yeah, their she pals. replaces his yeah. shoulder
0: because it's dislocated yeah, whatever
2: but... that's it's kind of i get it. it could happen fine but it's the conversation that ensues from that that is the real fucked up shit batman is about to apologize for being an asshole and for trying to, yeah, that. yeah and then wonder woman interrupts him and says Sorry, Bruce. It's my, it's me who needs to apologize. It's me who has to apologize because I didn't understand. You were bullying me to get me to be a leader, and that mm-hmm. was actually beneficial for me. And now I understand that I was a coward. I have been a coward my entire life, I needed, and I, I needed, needed to Batman be mansplained
0: this whole thing. Yeah,
2: to, yeah. To 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 bully me about my dead boyfriend and my choices in life because now I'm a better person for it. That is the most fucked up insane meal written nonsense i have ever fucking seen in a film that is to wonder woman wonder woman like how do you come to that point where you're in the screenwriting room and you're like all right so the point is batman he's actually doing her a favor because when when he when he tells her that she's a fucking cowardly bitch She's like, "Oh Batman, thank you. I didn't know how much I was currently vegetarian uh, topic." Exactly, to. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, I I uh, Matt, it doesn't even fit in the character they've already written, you know, the Wonder Woman that came out, she is a leader from start to finish in that film. She she if anything there could be an arc about how headstrong she is, about how the fact she continues to dive into scenarios making up her own mind about things without ever consulting people. That would be something because that at least has groundwork in the you know the, the her solo film that's where we see that Wonder Woman she has become more she is more confident in the decision she makes maybe to a fault because now she has to work with a team that uh you know have to work with her rather than follow her along every time she makes a decision that mm-hmm. that's an arc that's a character decision she could come down from something like that you know she could grow in a way like that if we have to think of her as someone who has to grow in some way but yeah. the decision that, to 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 just ignore the fact that her entire film was her being this strong woman who maybe to a fault leads the charge every time and 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 instead portray her as this character who has in fact been hiding away mourning her dead boyfriend I, like I, I, that's, that's the most uh, yeah, insulting man, narrative choice I could ever imagine i mean imagine the little girls that were really high off the fucking back of Wonder Woman that this great character. Yeah. Uh, and and she has this great story and everyone's at fault in it everyone grows a little from it it's so well written it's so well rounded and then she, they go to see Wonder Woman's back in a new film and she's teaming up with Batman and Superman and, and they watch as Batman bullies her and belittles her for her own choices and then she thanks him and then leads a battle on his behest by kind of nodding to but the to the sky and then and, yeah and barrels. then she gets yeah she gets knocked down by rocks and shit like that and people have to keep picking her up that, and tossing yeah, her around she, like what she's the, the one fuck?
0: who took out doomsday she she was taking out doomsday she was standing up to them because superman was having trouble <laughs> and look at just the sequence i'd love to see a freudian analysis of that flash touching
2: the sword and pushing it back up to oh my Woman. god <laughs> yeah
0: I'd love to see someone do that. <laughs> yeah, too. That, exactly. Yeah, that's, that, yeah, that, that the would most...
2: be terrible if there's a metaphorical thing somebody even remotely didn't even pick up on that. this that, 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 is Finally, yeah. Wonder Woman knows how to get it on again. You know, like there you that's, go. You know, and that's where she gets the sword back.
0: And I was looking at that sequence and I was like, you can't. No, that doesn't make any sense. Wonder Woman doesn't need their help. She wants to be part of the yeah. team based on what she did and taking care of Ares in World War One. And not going away. It's like just there. Oh, she's rusty because she's still mourning her boyfriend. But at the end of the film, whenever he says, "Some maybe someday you'll be able to talk to me about Steve Trevor," she's happy. It's a good memory for her. She's not mourning his yeah. loss. She's proud. And if ever she wanted to honor his memory, that's what she would have done. And she's not doing it because of a man. It's because she needed someone yeah, she, like him, the love of her that life was, that, that, was that was she a genu- lost. There was a genuine and connection she would fight for there, him.
2: and yeah, that she needed a drive as such. To To help spear her along. And it wasn't that it was like her him explaining what she has to do. It was that she felt that way. And it made sense. His sacrifice for her was important for her understanding of what humans are capable of. It was all significant of exactly exactly how it it reconfirmed for her how important humanity is. Because they aren't selfish all the time. In fact, the person who's closest to her would make the ultimate sacrifice. That's... incredible writing it's beautiful they fucked it up and that she would
0: keep that to herself (laughs) exactly and that she would keep it to herself and mourn that you're like, what are you doing? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, the, the, the whole character arc yeah. for and her to like, actually oh. be there. And then she'll have it. For a hundred Exactly. Years, and then the Batman's balls. like, you're still no thinking way. about Trevor, aren't you? You're still talking about Steve Trevor. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, you know? And that I'm telling you, man, that that sword, I would have loved that sword to just hit the ground. And she was like, I don't need that <laughs> exactly, sword to this exactly, thing. She
2: just a choked shit out of it. <laughs>
0: It's Wonder Woman. Yeah, man. She's like, you know, she has those those power yeah, things on her, on her wrists and, and stuff. Like, what the fuck does she need the sword for? It was just for that cool moment of flashing. Here's your dick. Yeah, yeah. It's just Finally, weird. I can be
2: in the fight. <laughs> yeah, but that's that. Uh, to me, that's the worst of it. I mean, the rest of it is 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 a lot to do with more nitpicking and like understanding how this film fails as a whole. But that's the part that stung the most, I guess. Yeah, the
0: Wonder Woman there is no oh, man. That's terrible. Uh, yeah. Getting to th- more nitpicks. Um, I wanted you to explain to me. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the uh, properties of suit jackets and shirts versus pants. I want you to explain that to me. Because when, when Superman kind of comes back and he's evil Superman, spoiler alert, uh, they fight for about 10, 15 minutes and Superman jumps out of whatever the fuck he's jumping yeah. out of. And there's an explosion. Uh, I didn't notice anything that was supposed to explode around. And then you see Henry Cavill and all of his beautiful glory is a glory. Gorgeous looking man, shirtless. You're like motherfucker, man. Here I am eating popcorn. Yeah, yeah. I got a little road, little belly.
2: Superheroes, uh, great. They it's, make it's, me feel better.
0: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I like my body the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly the what I'm thinking when I'm watching Harry Harry It's like, Yeah, and denial. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with the way I look, uh, Jim Gaffigan style. I was like, ah, fuck <laughs> it. but. I don't understand why his pants are still on, and magically his his fucking suit jacket is off and his shirt's off. And I was like, "What? What kind what yeah, of? Yeah, stop teasing us. Just
2: get it get it over with. I we need to see yeah. Superman's I dick. Fight Jesus naked. Christ. <laughs> this is yeah, so I know. Weird. I mean, like, if and if they're is... gonna make him some sort of weird fucking Terminator, I mean, they could at least go full Terminator and have him full on naked. <laughs>
0: Exactly, just fighting in broad daylight, the police are shooting at him, and you hear the bullets
2: just, like, bouncing off off of his penis, and you're like,
0: oh, well, there, that solves that geek question. Does he have a bulletproof penis?
2: (laughs) (laughs) We've always, we've always needed to know. just batting them away. Yeah, no, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, I would say, if there's uh, any, if there's any, I guess they just wanted to match, like, the Hulk, you know, like, the Hulk always keeps his pants... At least, like, they tear at the bottom, you know, like, they're pretty ripped when he yeah. when he stretches out, but he also has magical, impervious pants. So, I, I except in Thor Ragnarok <laughs> for the first the time, like, yeah. he, he, we finally get butt-ass naked Hulk and his big-ass fucking Hulk dick that they just don't see off-camera because it's about what he's walking butt to the camera. Uh, but, yeah, we finally get his pants don't survive Hulk. So, <laughs> <laughs> step it up, DC, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
0: Oh, but I mean I, I solved that whole equation for myself it's not has nothing to do with the properties of the pants it has to do with the fact that Henry Cavill with his shirt off makes you want to look at his chest as opposed to his upper yeah, lip
2: yeah that makes
0: <laughs> sense it's the only reason why he has his shirt off in that fucking scene is because you know and then they had this close up of his face where you're like oh, okay I can kind of see what GR they do with in. the mustache yeah. so this is clearly a Joss Whedon scene because it's overexposed a little bit and I mean the fight is pretty cool and, and as much as I really enjoyed uh, X Men Apocalypse for the fucking schlocky mess it was, <laughs> this 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 is where like I think that the screenwriters of of uh, or Joss Whedon really liked the. A- Part of Apocalypse because they clearly lifted that scene where Superman is staring down the Flash yeah. as he runs around and he's like, "Holy fuck, he's really, he's as fast as I am." <laughs> he took that, you know, it's Quicksilver and Apocalypse. Absolutely, when they're again, the final you know, battle it's like, it's like, yeah, the f-
2: absolutely. I mean, that whole scene—it's—it's it's, it's the fission scene from Age of Ultron. Ah, there, you, it's yeah, man, really, really straight. Like they just fission gets brought from the the magical fission box. They put the gem in him and he bursts out and he's crazy. and Everyone has of to Age of <laughs> And everybody has to everybody has to fight him uh because you know he's they don't know if he's good or bad they've just brought him to life and I mean that's like lifted straight from that film they brought it right in and they applied it to Superman and like
0: yeah Joss Whedon was like ah I got this you know we used it it didn't go off well maybe, maybe yeah exactly
2: scene. like I people said it was the most interesting part of the last film it was like that's because the last film was so fucking boring Jesus Christ why and at least that part there was some character tension <laughs> like, yeah. but um I, it's weird because it felt like that if they had developed the story about just bringing back Superman that would have been a story in itself worth a telling a fine movie yeah, yeah. And I feel like when it was like Justice League Part 1 and Part 2, remember in the production they had it was originally split and this was supposed to be a Part 1 and then they've just amalgamated and they've just delayed the sequel because batman's coming out or something like that i don't the production schedule scares me because it's real (laughs) uh it's like there's an aquaman film coming out next christmas And jesus uh fucking like a flash force film uh and and, and a wonder woman 2 which is a good thing at least because they probably just are going to continue if they they put it in the past they can continue to ignore these films But yeah, it feels like that the Superman conflict in this was such a. It was the most interesting part of this film. I, I actually. I really like Superman in this film. I don't like. He was written badly, but it was good to see Henry Cavill taken off the leash a little bit and being allowed to quip a bit. Yeah. And, make, and I mean, he's real cheesy. He's a real cheese ball. He's the Superman that they're going for isn't even halfway between the original Broody version and and, um, the, and Christopher the Christopher Reeves again. version. This, like, you go straight fool Christopher Reeves with just a little angry face <laughs> drawn on with yeah. CG. and uh, But like I, I liked that. I liked that it was... It felt like Superman for the first time. We've seen Cavill doing it. I mean, probably the best part of the film. And, I mean, again, the dialogue's not great, but the little competition after the credits for, between him and the flash that I, I thought that was a really I've seen that concept in the comics before I've seen it around the internet and yeah, stuff and nice I think touch. it's a really cool idea that they have little competitions and uh, I, I they're, they're back and forth set, felt natural for a minute uh, he felt like yeah. he was kind of like he was so smug and insufferable that it felt like Superman like he's so confident in his ability he doesn't believe anyone <laughs> can beat him and that felt like Superman for the first time so there was like there was this tail end every time i seen him i was like fuck i really wish henry cavill had a fucking decent writer behind him because he is a superman he is so good in that role yes, and he should yes, have he always is. been the right and new superman for us and he's just been so hampered by these films that we they're almost they're going to probably wreck on him before we ever see a real film of him and find some other dude to be him and that's really depressing
0: <laughs> it
2: is because he would have been
0: i i remember watching man of steel and he was the best part of man yeah. of steel Because of the fact that, I mean, even if he was broody and whiny and stuff like that, I mean, he looks the part. I mean, when I see him, I'm like, this, Henry Cavill makes more sense to me as Superman than Christopher Reeve ever. Yeah, uh And I like Christopher Reeve movies. I have all the films here, you know? And I mean, even if you look, if you want to lump in Brendan Routh with that as well, when you watch that movie again, you're like, eh, that's really, Uh, except for the plane sequence where you're like, oh, they finally got his size right. (laughs) You know, it's not like Superman's lifting up the helicopter in the 78 version. But I mean, now, now it's just I'm like, oh fuck! If only we had Man of Steel two, where where he's made his choice and you know actually you see him saving a fucking cat in a tree. I don't give a (laughs) shit. Just make it cool. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: well, exactly. I mean, that character is super easy I mean at this point they've got so much of a groundwork of the world being terrible and the world just not trusting Superman and really that should be that story done now it should just be Superman getting along with it and not giving a shit what the people think of him he has a million and one villains that are famous or even not famous it doesn't fucking matter people went and paid money to see Superman Ford. people trust this character <laughs> but that's the thing I mean that's that's the kind of movie I'd love to see is like you know in the
0: first 10 minutes you see Superman saving a bunch of shit you got the newspapers yeah. and stuff like that and you realize that Clark is writing some of those articles, which is kind of (laughs) fun because he's trying to change his public image. And it would be really interesting. And then after that, you don't see Superman for the rest of the first act. You bring him in maybe to like to save a train in the the second act. And then after that, once he realizes through his reporting that something is actually happening to certain people and all that, and it's all related to Brainiac in some Mm -hmm. way, you know, and then you bring him into the third act as, and you're like, you give him to the people once again, you know, make that, make it, make me want him. Yeah, you know what I mean? I like Clark Kent. I like how goofy he is. And I want to see him reporting the news.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: And one last thing that I want to bring up, the, the final post credit scene Yes. with Lex Luthor. Jesse Eisenberg is there uh-huh. and Deathstroke is there. Now, I liked what Eisenberg was channeling in that. I was like, okay, now I can start seeing him as as the less twitchy, stupid of version the of The Flash. <laughs> now that The Flash has, has exactly, taken his crown, that, well, we thing. don't have he, to worry about Jesse Eisenberg. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. It's like he gave all of his twitchiness to The yeah. Flash. and, and um, But now like I like the confidence that Eisenberg had. He was directed in a very different way or he basically listened to everyone online and decided, I like my life. I want to survive this. So I don't yeah, want anybody I want, I want to, to come out films. and kill me because of my performance. I want to keep making movies. <laughs> and he looked great. But the one thing that I had a problem with was uh, the reveal of Manganello being deathstroke Mm. because that's not movie making to me to me you're you're not supposed to break the fourth wall that way because you're taking the person out of the movie and actually making him reflect on all the tabloid shit with regards to how Joe Manganiello didn't know if he was going to be coming back as Deathstroke and this is the way you confirm it by telling people Deathstroke's going to be it and not only that we're using the same actor you don't even let me see the character he's playing you're letting me see the actor who's actually portraying the character which takes me out of the believability of the character he's actually going to portray which to me is fucking shitty movie making. You yeah, can't do that.
2: No, I know. It's 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 playing on a, a media circuit that won't be there by the time somebody sees this two months down the line, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that. But I mean, and, and, and as Lex Luthor at this point, the board of Warner, wa, like uh, of Warner saying, "We went a little too high," you know, like like <laughs> Lex Luthor was like, "I created a doomsday monster. Maybe that was a little bit too big for my first outing. I'm going to go back to a regular yeah, just a, just an, an
2: assassin, a good old-fashioned assassin." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alex Luther is like, you know, like your ambitions all. are a little fucked there, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like, I'll step back you know, and, and go like, back to the real thing. I mean, and why would Luther be hiring one of Batman's?
2: villains <laughs> as opposed
0: to trying to get superman
2: yeah exactly <laughs> you're like what yeah it feels it, and that's why it, I, it I, never I, at any point you see the, the reason that the, the kind of bitching about the whole the franchise structure and the the warner brothers influence and stuff like that the reason it keeps coming up is because yeah. it's so prevalent in the film itself that you can't tear yourself away you can't immerse yourself in the story because you're constantly being yeah. reminded that this is all being set up to make films and character structures that you don't like and you're not you're, you don't want, <laughs> and mm. this whole the idea that that these characters flip flop and they, the the idea that Batman fights alongside Superman and he in this case in this film he is this version's Hawkeye, you know, he's really parless. Yeah, he's
0: just and, dodging. shit. Exactly. Yeah, he's just like oh fuck. Did you notice that at one point like uh, like. Steppenwolf has beaten them all and then Batman Batman can't do anything because he's run out of bullets oh god <laughs> you're like
2: well how I love the I, I don't love know what the crazy slogan. world that Batman I love the slogan for this it's, it's like you can't save the world alone and then I feel like the response to it is but Superman can because <laughs> <You know, like, laughs> oh, yeah. the whole point of the Superman. plot is that like, form a league so that we can bring Superman back to life and he'll save us by the end <laughs> so fucking it's, oh, you can't even say it had a, like hell. a The power of teamwork has saved the day. There's no arc like that. There's no Uh, structure. There's no sense of payoff in this film. It's all about just setting up a bunch of names and then Superman. And then Superman does what Superman does at the end. (laughs) It's
0: just so weird because Superman, what what he does essentially is, well, we need to destroy his his big axe or his big fucking hammer. Do they, so I'm going to blow freeze mention that, that thing. Do they
2: actually, do they actually make no, no, a plan no, but, I mean, or do they see just the they see it and they do it?
0: <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, you know, Superman's just like... Whoo- yeah. He's blowing. The know, oh, thing. this is the issue. Yeah. It's because his power is all related to that.
2: We don't establish. This. He's not Ronan the Accuser. They don't. They don't. They don't establish that. They just. He has an axe. Like Ronan the Accuser. We have scenes yeah. of him fucking around with his big stupid hammer, and and we see that that's the source. It holds the gem in it, so that's the source of his power. We don't see Steppenwolf do anything with his axe you know, except walk around and use it. You know, and it has fire. <laughs> there's no. There's no point at the film where we're like, whoa. That absolutely is obviously where the source of Steppenwolf's power is coming from. It's just, exactly, they just yeah. blow it up, and then he's like, oh no, please don't hurt me. <laughs> I don't have a hammer yeah, anymore. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man.
0: Oh, no. And it's the whole thing, like the ripping the boxes apart as well, is another scene that I was like, why, why are you ripping it?
2: it? Needs more <sighs> dancing. <laughs>
0: You know, and that MacGuffin is a terrible one. I mean, it just brings me back to the beginning where, you know, that, that bug on the wall.
2: Yeah, yeah. It reminds you constantly for the film how poorly the structure was set up.
0: <laughs> I feel like Justice League should have, like, been down the line, you know, where where... You see the Aquaman movie. Mm. There's a hint of the Mother Box. Yeah, they didn't even mention it in, in the Wonder Woman movie. In the way the
2: Infinity Gems are kind of being set up, and that they're being teased that's out, what film by film. they're to do you with know? This. like exactly. It's not like they're just it like, like right at the start of like there's three boxes, and by the end of it, we see what they can do, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: They, they don't open portals. They, they, they terraform, just like Zod was trying yeah, to. do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: Uh, so I guess all right. So maybe we should we should push to a wrap up. What uh, maybe we should think positive.
0: I think the the most positive thing for me okay before i I was gonna go off into a corny joke was walking out of the theater was a very happy moment but i'm not gonna do that i'll I'll actually say that as much as i didn't like cyborg because he's a he's he's essentially a usb Uh key throughout the entire fucking movie that's all he does is he plugs into shit the one time that i really appreciated was when um diana is talking to him through the computer i was like wow that really goes to show how what his capabilities are This guy is just logged into the entire Earth's mainframe. He's essentially a gigantic Skynet version. all in one person. It's crazy. (laughs) I thought that was interesting. And the fact that he was still, because he's part human, the fact that he's still struggling with receiving all of that information is, is really it's a interesting. Cool
2: conflict. I think that's to, a really cool character. I, I, setup. I, yeah,
0: exactly. It's like to, to be, to not be able to, to, to receive all that information. And I think it's, it's, it's really interesting because you can actually break down that character as, as a, as a version of today's society. I'll, I'll use my students as an example yeah. and I'll actually uh, plug my girlfriend's theory on this. A lot of the baby boomers are, are talking about the millennials as people that are lazy, that don't know necessarily what they want to do. And they never take into consideration the fact that, you know, this is a bunch of people that walked out into society and then jobs were there. They didn't have to work for it or study for it. And I, I was like, I kind of want to do that and I'll do that for 35 years. Whereas now we're actually pressured into choosing uh, well, I'm not me, but I'm, well, I'm part of that yeah, generation because yeah, my tail, parents pushed me off to school. Of <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But the millennials right now, uh, I figure that it's really interesting that they're pushed, they're asked, okay, what do you want to do with your life at the age of 16 and 17? But you I mean, times have changed. You don't know what you want to do because like, as my girlfriend once pointed out, she says today's generation, the problem is if you compare it to a computer is that if you ask it to do too many things at the same times, what it does is it bogs down. Uh-huh. You Absolutely. Know? If you look up at a Mac computer, you'll have that little circle that's going around like, <laughs> like searching for information. And I think that today's generation is one of those that, – that's one of the problems that we have is that we don't know how to orient our people into becoming workers in terms of jobs and stuff like that. And you can do what you want and it's a lie. You can't do what you want. You have to pick something eventually. But you're not allowing them to become people before. You're forcing them to – choose the person they want to become early, yeah, too early. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the cyborg character definitely plays ha, yeah, into And that has where, that
2: potential to have a story written yeah. in that depth where we, we see how society that, reacts generation. to the newfound... Having this, this
0: overload of information. Half your person overload of opportunity and choice technology. Exactly.
2: No, that's totally true. I have no faith I love that. that these writers would ever be able to tell anything like that story. It would be just how... Old people are afraid of machines. Yeah, that exactly. would be the only story.
0: The more I think about it, the more Cyborg is a very rich character mm-hmm. and could potentially have a fucking good yeah. movie. Yeah, it should have, have already. Fight. That's the, like
2: you're... he should have just had his yeah. movie before Justice League, and we could have the setup that makes him feel like a natural fit for this film, and we could have had that little microcosm within him trying to work out in, a, in his own film of his father-son relationship and this. Wh- Already, like, the, what have you created? What have you put me in? Society outlook, you know, like, what, what, how am I supposed to die? How do you? There's so much working within that framework, and yeah. there's no time for it in this film. But the idea is good. It's great, in fact. It's it's as you, it's easily the most interesting and like exciting concept in the film. Yeah, the, character. The elements are there. Yeah, I mean, the
0: elements are there. But I don't think that they have any any. F- like they, like I said, they turned him into a USB key. They reduced him to the one thing yeah. he, he plugs he's in. He's the tech shit. guy, and I'm like, he's on
2: scene yeah, instead exactly. of in the
0: back. Last thing for me is the flash. I don't get why people found him funny. I don't think <laughs> he's funny. He's not funny.
2: He's not funny. I didn't think he was funny whatsoever. Um, I yeah, I, it's it's weird because there's not a lot I liked about the film at all. I again, I, I just like Superman. I, I think that glimpse at Superman being back on form. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even like a Superman fan. You know. I just, I like, I like to see the characters in their element, and I like to see them a part of stories that make sense for them, and I'm happy to, I'm happy to see experiments of those stories, but they, you know, they have to do it right or well, and I'm happy for Superman to be outside his niche and be this kind of brooding character, if they can make an interesting story out of it. They haven't, in my opinion, thus far. This character, they could do something with this... uh, Moving him back to being this person who's been through a lot and still keeps his chin up and has a an, uh, happier outlook now that he's 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 been through the CGI worst. CGI chin, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is <laughs> now digitally inserted cleft. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh, but yeah, I, I liked his scene. I liked the fact, I, I mean, it is, I don't know, did we mention the fact that the, the, the way they brought him back is the most is the dumbest thing we've ever seen on the actual show? I don't think we did. The man, the complaints about this film never stop. The, um, very quickly, why did, why did Superman come, why did they find him in his, in, in his, box i i don't understand at the end of batman v superman we see the earth shake while he's being laid in the ground why is why didn't they why is he there why didn't they open his 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 coffin and find that he was gone you know and that he had actually survived but was keeping on the low because he realized that mankind chose not to have him and moved on from him that fits the theme of the character it also fits the 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 what they were building to with the jesus parallel you know just back up at the fortress of solitude just just alone if they, if they wanted to make any form of commentary about this character and keep it consistent, at least follow through. That was the important part. He rises again. And and this this space Jesus is now chilling out and letting the it's seeing what humans do for themselves now that he's left a positive imprint. He's done what Batman wanted to do, which was become a positive like signal for mankind. And now he's just letting them work it out himself. And then yeah. the plot would be dragging him back in the mix because they were not ready yet or something, you know? But instead they find him. He's actually dead. And they bring him back to life with lightning. And he's he's back in the fold. He's angry for a couple yeah, of minutes. And then he dumb. has his... It is just terrible writing. There's no two ways to look at it. It's just not well written. <laughs> and explain
0: explain to me this. Why are Cyborg and Flash just using regular shovels? Cy- Flash clearly <laughs> said to that at one point is I could do this a lot faster. Then fucking do it. Why are yeah. you waiting? Because yeah, you want to make there's cyborg. No, there's no urgency. Who is the guy that's half human? You want to make him feel more human. What are you doing? And why is the cyborg? Like, I mean, can he do things fast? He can fly. He can do. Yeah. Like,
2: what? What? What the Electro fuck? Electro shovels. I mean, come on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so it's like, oh, the, and the fact, like, you know, the, they, they essentially do what uh, Luther did to Zod to create, you know, Doomsday, yeah, you know, but uh-huh. then... But it works you know, out okay so this time. <laughs> it, it's odd to me because now they like, it's so elaborate. How, who came up? Why did, why did Bruce think of this? The yeah. box... Has to touch the water at the same time as the electricity and like what do you what
2: why? I don't. They were trying to make a Back to the Future parallel. I have no fucking idea. And why
0: is it why does it why is it crucial that it happens the first time? You want to put a joke in there? It was like Mm -hmm. oh you know you make the Flash misses Q. Sorry, I'll start over again. And he has to go back and just make it fucking weird. You know, Superman didn't have to come back like that. I I think your resurrection idea is much
2: better. You know, the well, fact that just, they open up the camera. It feels like casket. that was the original yeah. intention. I can't imagine Snyder thinking it was anything else because yeah, that entire sense. scene feels very Whedon. The fact that it's the vision retread and it's shot after, we can clearly see that from his CGI mustache removal. That they must have clearly re edited and reshot these scenes to enter this plot point into how they, he that Superman joins the fray yeah. instead of the original plot was they try to convince him and he says fuck off <laughs> but why like but what and i actually can't wrap my head around what dramatically this improved, you know. Other than yeah. they wanted to distance themselves from Snyder's tone. Yeah. Now it's just eighty percent some weird amalgamation of tones, ten percent posturing philosophy about fucking humanity being shit, and ten percent quippy crap that that isn't funny and doesn't fit any themes. And all these characters just stop being themselves for minutes at a time for no reason. T- yeah. And why why was the black suit teased?
0: You know, anybody who's read <laughs> the Reign of the Superman. Because yeah, because. Know, uh, because
2: that's what I mean that was probably the original cut right that was yeah. probably the original the original scene that Snyder, Snyder had fit was about Superman hanging around in his new black moody suit and and, yeah, and just sort of chilling out great. elsewhere you know
0: I would have loved to watch that that would have been a great one you know the reign of the Superman and you know you, know, you make yeah. it just one movie you don't necessarily you can have it like in news clips at the beginning where like uh, after Superman died there's the there's three or four Supermen that showed up there's one that's a cyborg Superman there's one that's a weird you know fiery Bono looking Superman there was Superboy as well and there was another (laughs) there there was the Superman with the black suit who basically had no powers and he was trying to figure out you know and i remember yeah reading through that after the death of superman it was pa kent who actually like they were up in heaven and there was a whole arc where you know he was telling clark you have to fucking go back you know and it's like his yeah. father up in heaven telling him go it would have been great you know to have like you know kevin costner and henry cavill sitting up at the top of mount everest having I mean, a weird in conversation a <laughs> you know? exactly, it doesn't matter you know but it would have been a fun interesting conversation to have you know like you know you're not you don't belong here you yeah. know this yeah. is actually just your subconscious you're not even really in heaven you're thinking about me right now and you should actually just bust out of that fucking casket yeah, the yeah Fo- fortress of solitude or whatever the hell you know and it was really great i think that would have been a fun twist you know to have the reign of the Superman brought in and i think that was the original intention before doing a whole justice league thing and warner got their grubby hands on like we need to make money yeah this nobody money. has
2: benefited from this fucking unholy no, fucking trinity exactly, here <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: Anyway, all right. Well, I'm I'm sick of talking about this movie. I don't think I'll revisit it. Maybe <laughs> I'll watch the extended cut that comes on Blu-ray or on on you know. But ah, listen, it, it cost me you know fifty dollars to go see this with my daughters, and it, I cringe. I might actually download this uh, just to like get money back in any way. Anyway, <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> anyway stick it to I was, the man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, I don't know. I want to close this out, Lee. <laughs> Uh, that's okay, so, Jason. I also want the closest. <laughs> cool. So, where can we find you online, sir? Would you recommend Justice League? No, me neither. Where <laughs> yeah, can we so. find you online, sir? <laughs> yeah,
2: come straight to it. You can uh, you can find me online at on Twitter at Lee Paul Brady. Uh, that's that's what I'm, I'm doing at the moment. Uh, not really writing reviews anymore. You can find my sort of bits and pieces of opinions here on the show, or little bits and pieces there on the Twitter to keep up with that. Uh, other than that, I am uh, mostly just sort of working on script plays and stuff. So yes. that's, and, and the show, obviously. So, and yeah, that's, that's me. You, Jason. <laughs>
0: you can find me at Jason B. Michael on Twitter uh, also you can follow the show at Atlantic SC on Twitter as well go ahead and like our Facebook page if you guys are still using that uh, and uh, Instagram as well uh, we've been we've been kind of it a little bit relaxed I mean I put out a tweet yeah. last week saying you know
1: oh, well, yeah,
0: I have correcting to do because the podcast doesn't feed the kids and all that so thank you for respecting just the time that we're taking to put out these episodes we're still working on our, our Guillermo del Toro yeah we're this is our, our stopgap episode, episode uh, exactly. There was too much we didn't like about this to not talk about it so and that's for us this week i want to thank you all for tuning in take care bye bye
2: bye